You are now listening to the Game On Sports Podcast. Okay, you know what? With Jackie Ray and Timmy B. So what's the plan? What's the end? All right, all right, hold up, hold up, hold up. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Jerry the Fanatic, and Timmy B. All right, half a day seeing him. I am. It's half good. Half a day, half a day. Yes, it's good to be back. I am. Um, I decided to not spend the fourth in the states, and I went to Korea, which is definitely might be my go-to. It was nice to not be in the states on the fourth. I, I have celebrated yeah. the fourth in a couple Miss years. Miss International. So. Yeah. So it was. Yeah, it was I very... like that. It was, I like the pictures. The pictures was very beautiful. Yeah. It was very, very nice out there in Korea. Yeah, it was very enjoyable. Um, you know, and I. I was talking to a girlfriend of mine and I says one of the first things I noticed and it's hard to explain to someone who's not a person of color is to mm-hmm. walk around and not constantly have your guard up. I promise you that was the first time in my entire life. Mm-hmm. My entire life I felt like, yo, I could just walk around as a human being. This is cool. Right. It was crazy. Right. It and was see, crazy. Th- yeah, that that's beautiful. That's a beautiful, beautiful thing. You have to feel no worries at all. It's beautiful. And yeah, so I would just beautiful. tell all black people, you need to travel, um, preferably to non white countries because I, you won't feel what you feel yeah. in the states and I and I think it's important Most especially definitely. us as black people to feel that so I would just encourage you to next 4th yeah. of July don't celebrate a holiday where you were enslaved anyway take an international trip mm. um, but anyway it's just a day off for me <laughs> you know what I mean it's, it's just, just another a day, day off, off for me. it's just a day off yeah, yeah. so um, let's get into it obviously and um, one of the other things that I thought was so funny is uh-huh. Getting to uh-huh. Korea, I was like, I'm gonna get to take a break from this LeBron James in LA thing. Yes, and, baby. <laughs> and we oh, get yeah. on the train, and this is a true story. We get on the train, uh-huh. and I'm like, okay, thank you, God. It's just, just gonna be a good time. And then I look in front okay. of me, and then the seat, and it's all in Korean, so I can't read it. But I do mm-hmm. see LeBron James in a Laker jersey. And then I look. <laughs> this this is on somebody's Instagram. I felt like it was yeah. a conspiracy. To, I felt like God was saying, "You can't outrun this." No, when you, you see that, this. Uh, <laughs> you like, can't. It's here. It's here. Was, Embrace it. Embrace it. So it's here. Mad, LeBron is here, y'all. He's he's in he, LA. He is. So he's despite here. the move to LA yeah. and Laker fans exhibiting what I call Laker ridiculous behavior by defacing King James's <laughs> mural. Um, mm. he has officially inked the deal today. That was big yes. news to me. Um, but mm-hmm. you know, for a second there, for a second there, I thought maybe I'll have to recant this thing of LeBron James will never get a ring in LA when they got uh McGee, when they got Javel McGee, yeah, and then Javel McGee, and, and then also Rajon Rondo. Rondo, I'm not a fan of, I'm not a fan of that pickup because I feel. Well, Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know, no, you, go ahead. You, you tell me why you because Ron, I know I know LeBron likes Rondo, but and as much as yeah. I like King James, you know, I love him, you know, I think he walks on water. I think he should have a hands free right. approach when it comes to picking your team because you hand pick the Cavs. Okay. And when you look at the Cavs on paper, there is no reason that they shouldn't be what the Warriors are. When you look at them on paper, right? But on paper, yeah, of on course. Paper. Of course, on paper. But it, it did. Looks, it looks good on paper. It looks great on paper. <laughs> but when you talk right. about what's happening on the on the court, it it didn't work. It didn't work. And yeah. and, and you yeah, and you handpicked work. all of those people. So I would think maybe just take a hand free approach to this one, which is probably why I'm not a big fan of the the Rondo pickup. But what do you think? Well, um, 
Well, as far as I'm concerned, I think that's a good pick because you have two players that you brought in, actually three players that you brought in that are championship caliber players. I mean, mm-hmm. even though McGee played the bench most of the time in the Warriors championships, but he gave you some reasonable minutes, gave mm-hmm. you some good minutes. Rondo Absolutely. has a championship with Boston. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he has a championship style play and, you know, his attitude will be for a championship as well. So you put those three guys in, in the mix of those youngsters, you know, you have some type of leadership and some type of guidance as to uh, as as to what you want to do for these youngsters in the in the, in the uh, for the second group because you still have Kuzma, still have Ingram, still have Lonzo Ball, still have Josh Hart. Like the core is still there. Only one that left was Julius Randle. He signed with the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. So you know that's that's a um, that's a kind of a kind of a uh, takeaway. But you know we got Rondo and Javale, and um, of course we brought in uh, KCP is back. So mm-hmm. you know we got some youngsters that we drafted from the from the, um, the draft. So I mean. It's all going to come into play, you know. It's all going to come into uh, taking their time into it because, as you know, when my uh, when Miami got LeBron, he said the same thing that he's probably going to say when he comes to us. Like, Rome wasn't built in one day. You yes, know? So but you was young when you started building that Rome. You're not young anymore, boo-boo. You can't – you need to come in with a team and, full of construction workers that have, that's ready to build today. You don't have this. Yeah, we got we got good groups. We got good groups. I, I, don't be too biased on us, Jackie. Please I, don't be I, too biased on us. I look. Okay, <laughs> here's the thing. He's with, the only player that can take us to the championship. And, yes. he, and he's the only player that I can see other than the, all the Warriors players is that gives us a chance. So here's the so, thing. So, I mean, it's, it's going to take some time. It, it, but it, it, it's not. You don't have enough. And the reason why you don't have enough is because <laughs> with the addition of DeMarcus Cousins to the Warriors. The Warriors are now Skynet. They're Skynet. That's another you can't, one. You yeah, can't, he, <laughs> you cannot be. So he's you, got the, okay, okay, so so LeBron coming to the Lakers really wasn't going to make a difference whether they got Boogie or not. Is that, is that what No, you're saying? I'm saying when I thought the Lakers might have a chance to get Boogie, I was like, let me stand mm-hmm. down, let me, because this could be a possibility because now you got another all-star on your team. You got somebody whose impact doesn't even always translate right. into numbers. Some, and he said something That's today true. that, I well yesterday that I have always wanted for LeBron. He said, "Now that I'm on the Warriors, I'm on a team that it doesn't always come down to me," and that's something that I've always mm. wanted for LeBron. I've always wanted him to be on a team like the Warriors, where you can right. rest. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't have to go out there well, and play then, every single minute. Okay. And I just think okay, at, at now, this point in his career, that should have been a thought process. And going to look L.A. negates that thought process, and it's not going to happen before you retire. And and that's so you want him so so you want him to ring chase like that as far as what Durant is doing because I mean maybe yeah. LeBron doesn't want to play like that maybe LeBron just want that type of play like he doesn't have that in his arsenal like he okay. wants to be that player to take the team to a championship okay. I mean you can, you can so you, say you that. think you think when he went to Miami when he left Cleveland and went to Miami you don't think he was chasing a ring he was chasing the ring but he didn't have five other players on the team. That was with him. He only had two. Okay. Like, so, but they, what, like the Warriors got Thanos. Like, they got all five Infinity Stones. That's what I'm saying. I mean, LeBron, LeBron's got the six one. So, 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 so if LeBron, so if LeBron has the six Infinity Stone, and you, he want you want him to complete it and go over there to Thanos and just wreck shop and just blow up the whole Earth. I'm saying, did you see the end of that movie? 
<laughs> when folks started disappearing. Yeah. So I'm just saying, don't, I mean, don't if, disappear if, is, is what I'm saying. Is that what you want the Warriors to do? Because, I mean, because if that's the case, the Warriors is going to, no, the, well, the Warriors is going to do that regardless. Well, see, the thing is, because is the they, Warriors have, have perfected who they are as a team, right? Because they literally right. built a team to defeat one man. And, and, and I'm not even saying that as... I would say, I would say so. I would say yeah, so. I'm not even... And that's, that's not even my... LeBron fandom, that is verbatim what, you know, the GM and Steve Kerr have said. They created a team so one man could not beat them. And you can't. No matter what team you are, you can have a Kawhi. You can have a LeBron. You cannot defeat the Warriors because they are the Infinity Stones. (laughs) You understand what I'm saying? So they, they They have perfected what I think the Spurs used to have. The Spurs used to be an all-around team, with the exception of there, mm-hmm. there weren't any players. Like You could watch the Spurs and be like, oh, everybody's dope, without like having that standout. Everybody on the Warriors stands right. out in some way. They have five all-stars now. Right. So if you're not... If mm-hmm. you're not I just don't know what you're doing. I mean, and maybe that's my competitive nature. That's if, the- if you're not chasing the ring, I don't know <laughs> what you're doing. I don't know what you're doing. Man. Well, look... As at at this point in LeBron's career, I mean, there's a time to where you might want to just take a back seat and not chase a ring anymore because you have three. I mean, at at this point in time, you can't really chase a ring because of the simple fact that the Warriors are not going to let it go. So, what will you actually be chasing? Now he's just probably padding his stats. Okay, I mean, you I, know, like, getting again. getting more accolades, you know, getting more milestones. So it's like there's no reason for for lebron to say he wants a ring knowing that the warriors is going to take it and not one person is going to do it so what do you so so okay okay (laughs) (laughs) i mean i'm just just i'm being i'm being realistic i mean there's nothing you can say but you can for for me to come for for me to say that the uh, lakers are going to win a championship in four years absolutely unless something unless unless boogie unless boogie starts limping off the court and if Draymond limps off the court, and if Steph and and and, and probably KD get hurt, right. they got a chance. <laughs> if four out of five of them get hurt this right. last next season, but I don't see that. But my thing is, is do you? Okay, I guess I guess my question is this: Do you the the Laker move? And I'm trying. You know, I didn't change. Mm-hmm. I didn't change I my profile pick to. But this Laker thing is devastating going, to me. It's it's just it, it <laughs> it's hurts. Gonna look, you're gonna look good in purple and gold. Man, you just know that. Like even when I go just to my Facebook page, pa- yeah, okay, okay. Well, purple <laughs> purple's my mom's favorite color, so at least I can okay. buy her some gear. But I just right. I just feel like do you go the Lakers as they stand right now are dysfunctional, right? Mm-hmm. So do you? I don't want to say they're dysfunctional. Of course you, can't, you don't. Jackie. Of course you don't. Jackie. <laughs> Jackie, because they're not. You can't. Come on. <laughs> Are you that much of a Laker hater to where you just going to shut down call, the whole camp? I mean, camp? come on. You got You're going to shut the whole you, camp you, down. Isn't you got Lonzo <laughs> fighting with his 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 teammates. You got his daddy dick, man, saying dumb things all like. fun, man. Okay. <laughs> Okay. They did this record to each other. It's like, it ain't nothing. You see nothing came out of it. This is what I'm saying, though. This this is not championship behavior. Tell me the last time the Warriors (laughs) did something like that. Tell me the last time. And I'm not saying they don't beef because... All them okay. grown men, all, they, there's beef. Yeah. There's no way that you got that they many. Not, but there's see, beef. All right. But they handle it professionally. Okay. <laughs> so when they come, because my mom used to always tell me this. When you go out into the world, you have to present a united front. 
Me and my family used to battle when we got back into the house sometimes. All but when right. we was okay. out, you thought we was the Huxtables. And because you okay. can't, I'm not going to okay. let you come from my squad, right? So it don't matter what our internal right. beef is, you're not going to come from my squad. So that's what I'm saying. Like when you're talking about a championship, championship, yes, it's talent. Yes, it's stats. Yes, it's getting those buckets. But as the Cavs have okay. proven, it's also chemistry. And you walking into a dysfunctional mm. situation. And you just came from a no chemistry okay. situation. I don't understand. No, <laughs> you you talking <laughs> about chemistry from you talking about chemistry from two players who did something off the court. Yes, but you they did on. this off the court. This mm-hmm. is this is triple B's versus Kuzmania. Like this is some off the court like fans involved. Like you can see when they play on the court. They have very good chemistry together when they played each other. When they played it with each so other. So what you think so, is gonna I mean, happen? You think you're gonna go to the playoffs once and tw- once or twice? Is that is that the ultimate hey, goal man, here? <laughs> like what's the goal? Look, what's the end game? <laughs> That's what I wanna know. I'm taking baby steps right now because mm. LeBron James is the only player that I can see that leads his team to a playoff uh, year every time he's stepped on the court. Mm. So it's baby steps right now. First thing is playoffs. We probably gonna reach the maybe fourth or fifth seed. I'm actually gonna give us the second seed just off of saying that Ariza got traded and Mbamute went back to the Clippers. So like, there's their two forwards right there. There's their defense. They don't have any anymore. So I just think the the Rockets probably messed up and gave us that second seed. I'm just gonna go out and just say that straight up. Okay, so tell me your lineup. So, yeah. T- tell me your lineup <laughs> for the Lakers right now as it stands. Who's oh the starting five? Yep. Oh, I can get that right now jumping off. You're going to have Rondo at the one. You're going to have um, – most likely you'll probably have Ingram at the two. Uh, and then LeBron at wait the minute, three. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Didn't they just re-sign Pope? Contavious? Yeah. You wouldn't Yeah, put- KCP, but you know why I won't put him in there? Because he'll come off the bench with the second group with Kuzma and, and uh, Hart and Ball in it. Mm, okay. Or like whoever they decide to do because of their – because of the way they play. So I'm gonna come out with Rondo, come out mm-hmm. with um, Brand out, come out with Ingram on the two, LeBron on the three, and then um, see the four is gonna be kind of tough. I have a theory now, for the, the four. Would, you ready for this? Now I look. <laughs> now look. This is what this is probably what's gonna have to happen because um, we don't have like a, a starting center. Yeah. You know, yes. the only one I can probably see is like we're gonna have to probably start Javelle if that's the case, or yep. you know. Or see what Zubox has on the second group. I think Zubox gonna probably be on the second group, but um, I think that four spot will. If it's not LeBron, then it'll probably have to be Kuzma. Okay, so I agree. Like um, I would put, I'm in agreement with everything except for the two. Um, I put okay. Pope, I put Pope at the two. I put um, Javale McGee at the five. And then okay. it is yeah, my, that's that'll be his fine, right? And then it's my but Evita, huh? Did you say Zubats? Evita Zubats? No, I said it is my oh. hopes. <laughs> oh my bad. So I would okay. Here's the thing, and I know my. I know this isn't going to happen. So once again, like do the mm-hmm. little wavy, wavy transition Disney music in your head. This is a fantasy ha 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 thing. Um, but right, right. I would go get Carmelo Anthony. And put him at the four. And see, that's something that the Lakers better think about because he can go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like Carmelo can go on any team and walk on. He can go over there and get the six. That could be a six infinity stone for Thanos if it can, right. if it's that's the case. Like 
Lakers have to think about that seriously. And the Rockets can pick up Carmelo because they just let Bob Mute and Ariza go. Yeah. So, I mean, like, the Rockets are pursuing him tough. Yeah. Right, right. So, I mean, if something happens to where Magic can pull the trigger on that, man, I think he should. Just, yeah. just so he can get out of the way of him being on another team. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, right. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, that's that's our uh, Laker news. But I did want to real briefly yeah. talk about, and, and just, just because um, I've seen it twice now, you want to tell me mm-hmm. what uh, Grayson Allen's problem is? Why is he consistently getting into fights? Man, look. <laughs> look, man. Check this out, man. I wanted to talk. this. I couldn't wait for this part. Look, Grayson <laughs> Allen. Grayson Allen is about to be like a thorn in my butt right now. Like he's really, he's really about to make me upset because he coming into the summer league already with them shenanigans yes. with his dirty Duke plays. Yes, like, he plays dirty on purpose, though. I, I, I really, honestly think that he plays dirty on purpose so he can get under your skin, and then these things like this happen. So. Mm-hmm. These veterans out here, the, the NBA veterans, if you can listen to this podcast, whoever, like, I'm going to pass the, I'm going to you know, make a video clip of this. Y- y'all better check Grayson Allen like real quick when he walk through them uh, doors of your arena, man. As soon as he come on that, as soon as he come on the floor, let him know. Ain't going to be none of that Duke dirty stuff, man. Yeah. You're going to check it real quick. Elbows, forearms, something, man, because Grayson Allen is going to be set to be that type of player, like a Kevin McHale or something, or like or like a Bruce Bowen. Because there's a play, there's some times where, like, you know, he'll get uh, accused of tripping a player, or he'll get uh, accused of, like, you know, extending his hip out or something on like a box out or something, mm-hmm. or you know, like mm-hmm. little little things here and there, like just to be getting under the player's skin and thinking nobody see it. But I see all of that, yeah. Because I'm anti Duke, like this North yeah, Carolina too. over here. Yeah. So like, we come from the bottom from the top of that hill and come down there to Duke and handle business. See, I but would yeah, just think as a that, rookie, you would go in and you'd be like, okay, number one, everybody's bigger than me. Right. <laughs> you know, everybody got right. more clout than I would, me. Right. Everybody watching like, me. Man, Let me not act the know, fool, you know? <laughs> but Grayson Allen, I'm going to say, he got a lot of heart. Though. I'm going to tell, I'll, I'll tell you that. Yeah. He got a lot of heart for him to do what he's doing. And then, you know, he's still getting into it with Trey Young in the summer league, you know, and they having, you know, tussling, you know, uh, events and stuff like that. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, look, Grayson Allen is a you know he's a tough cookie, but these spotler. veterans better these veterans better set the tone on him and let him know that ain't none, ain't gonna be none of that yeah. right now. You gotta earn your stripes. Yeah. For real, for real. <laughs> they're gonna jump you in for they're gonna jump you in and initiate you real quick in the NBA if you don't know. Real listen. quick, real quick. Yeah, so I wanna move yeah. on to the NFL really quickly. I mean, there's not a lot that I wanna go into just yet. Uh, but this is our yeah. last month without football. What? Um, oh yeah. So I have not. Um, for those of you who consistently listen to the podcast, you already know. For those of you who don't, I have renounced my can my cowboy fandom, um, and I haven't. I haven't. Oh. I haven't proclaimed a new yeah. fandom. So just instinctually, we're gonna see. See how is that? See why did we, we switch we over in the NBA? <laughs> Jackie, look, okay, so we so now we switched over to liking both uh NBA teams and now we don't like the same NFL teams. Are we gonna see, do that? No, see so here's the thing. It's it's not like there'll probably always be a soft spot in my heart for the Cowboys because I grew up, you know, I was born a Cowboys fan. Okay. But okay. I you know, I'm i I'm very black and the way I get yeah, I, I you know, know what I'm saying, it's it's difficult for me. Yeah. Like I probably, you know, would have to if I was in the same room with Jerry, like 
two, three years ago. But it, you know, because you know, when we went to training camp, I was mm-hmm. like, Jerry John. Like, I love Jerry. I've always said he's right, the best right. owner in the league, worst yeah, GM. Yeah. But I'm okay because he seemed like a good right, person. Right. He chased me down at one tra- training camp to make sure he could sign my hat because I was the last yeah, one in line. I Security turned me away. Right. So right. so Jerry was up mm-hmm. there for me as an owner, but as a black person to to feel that way. And that's why I've always struggled with with how how these players must feel. And that's why I've always empathized. Because when you mm, when you okay. see people like Des Bryant and the first thing they talk about is Jerry has my back. Jerry loves me and I love Jerry and his family love me. And you see them hugged up. But you know at the end of the day, you're just a black man making him money and he don't care about any of the stripes that happen in your life. That, to me, yeah, hurt, see, it hurt my that, feelings on a personal mm-hmm. level. Because here's the thing, and here's, here's mm-hmm. what I want the fans to know. I understand this part. There is no owner, no owner in the league that gives a damn about black issues. So I'm not right. trying to exclusively right. put this onto Jerry Jones. I'm saying it hurt my okay. heart personally because I had put Jerry on another level. You know what I mean? Because no, I, right, I grew right, up, because of the things that he's done for you. Yeah, or no, or, the, or, the, or like, or like just expressing his his right. uh, his love for his fans. Yeah, and he has yeah, been every it. training camp I've been to. There's been an issue like that where they try to pull fans away from him and he's always like, no, I have I have shook mm-hmm. his hand at almost every single training camp that I've been to. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. These are not stories yeah. that I hear about a lot of owners. And so for me, and I get that it's my fandom, it was like I, I probably looked forward to seeing Jerry Moore at training camps just because he was so cool. He's so cool. Mm-hmm. And it was just, he's so laid right. back and he's a Texan in that little accent and he just cool as hell. And then I also grew up in the Michael Irvin area, you know, era. So I've seen mm-hmm, him go to bat mm-hmm. for Michael. Yeah, but he he did right, stop it. Right. He did. Man, once, right. but he did say, okay, nobody can associate with Michael. But that was after Michael had snorted mm-hmm. up half of Texas. You know what I mean? So it wasn't right. like, yeah. it wasn't like, yeah. it, wasn't yeah. like yeah. it was the and first offense, you know? <laughs> Right, right. So, yeah. Okay. So okay. for me, so let me let me let me that. just say that it's not that I don't know mm-hmm. that Jerry's thought process is shared by every owner in the league. I'm not saying that, yeah, but I'm saying yeah, if there was one, okay. and people always say that I'm foolish for thinking this because he is a true Texan. But if there was one right. owner that I thought was gonna be different, it was Jerry. Mm. If if Al, I, I too. if Al Davis but, was still alive, it would have hands down been been. Um, Al Davis, but mm-hmm. he's not. So that yeah. left Jerry for me. So okay. to, to see Jerry okay. move like that, I still haven't. And, and and he has never issued any kind of public apology. He's never said, "Yo, I can see how y'all feel." You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. No, don't don't expect that. But this is what I'm saying. I'm just this is what I'm saying. Yeah, like okay. for me, it's a very <laughs> yeah. it's a very personal thing. Um, I get it. That being, I get it. That being said. You know, I lied when I said I was gonna throw away all my cowboy gear. No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. That's our yeah, burning. Right. Not, no, not doing that. No, I'm still no, wearing it. Too so. valuable. Yeah, we just spent <laughs> we just spent too much our hard hard earned money for that. Yeah, that. Ain't that crazy? Ain't that <laughs> mad? You know, I'm just gonna throw right, my money out right. the window. I ain't that mad. But with that okay. said, I do okay. want to um, address a situation because this is another one where I feel mm-hmm. like this is one of those things where it's a black issue and I'm really curious to right. see how Jerry how they handle handles it? this because because mm-hmm. it's it's most definitely a black issue but for those of you who don't know who uh is it Marquez I always say Marquise because you yeah, know Marquise, Marquez, Marquise Marquez is my favorite name but it's Marquez White <laughs> um yeah. he was in a 
I guess you could call it a road rage incident. Road rage. Yeah. yeah. Road rage in- incident. So long story short, you know, Timmy, give him the rundown of, of, well, of yeah, that situation. Uh, the rundown was um, he was he was in Frisco, Texas, and um, he was on the freeway. And uh, just to avoid an accident, you know, I guess the car was following too close next to him or, or whatever he was trying to get over. But instead of uh, running the guy off the road, you know, he just speeds up in front of the truck. So the truck gets upset. Guy's following him and telling him, and he gets next to him and is yelling all types of racial slurs, you know, and, you know, just pretty much berating uh, Marquez White and talking so down on him. So he reaches, the guy looks like he's reaching over to his glove compartment to grab something. Marquez reaches over in his compartment and pulls out the gun and says, you know, whatever he does, brandishes it. Mm-hmm. So the guy stops, pulls out his brakes, and he's gone. And so, but the end of the story is he followed Marquez home. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing I didn't like. He followed Marquez home and then Marquez uh, continues to call the police and he's, yeah, and he's cooperating with police and everything. Marquez says his side of the story and the the guy says his side of the story, which obviously he leaves the parts out of what happened on his side. Mm -hmm. And a few, I think, I think it was like a month later or something that Mm -hmm. um, a warrant is issued for Marquez White's arrest. And he didn't get arrested when the the police showed up at his house and he Mm -hmm. got arrested a few weeks or months after and there was a warrant issue. So, I mean, I don't understand that part of it, why he didn't get arrested. And then you're going to wait until he's at practice. Mm -hmm. You know, I I guess, did you find out he was a football player or something, you know, at the end of the day and then now you want to go get him. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like that seems like that's what that was. So here's my, here's my personal Mm -hmm convictions about this situation um i think marquez handled this beautifully um i right i stay yeah, in a, the right way. he handled it beautifully i stay in a perpetual state of I'm anger carry long yeah because texas is you know everybody got a gun well yeah everybody got a gun in texas right. so i think he handled it beautifully mm-hmm. and we live in a world right now um where the alt-right is just about everywhere you know what i mean and and right, right. um Ain't I, no from that. yeah and i stay so when i as i was reading this story it's so funny I, i'm gonna have to start um videotaping myself when i take notes because i write i try to keep my okay. penmanship all neat so i can read it but right. the more i was reading the story i'm like angry writing like this mother you know what i mean because in my head i'm like okay here goes another <laughs> yeah. here goes another white guy that feels like just because this person is black, he has no right to get in front of him, right? So here's the part where I really get pissed off. Exactly. Is you call this man the N-word, you threaten him and say you will kill him, and I know you did it. Like, there's no question in my mind that you mm-hmm. did it. And you know why I know you did it? Because you followed him right. to his house. Why do you have to go to his house right. if you're not perpetually right. threatening this man throughout this entire incident? So here's why I have a problem. That that should be the mm-hmm. end of that. That should be the end of that for the police. If you're not going to file harassment and terroristic threats, they like to throw that on black people all the time. Right. If you're not going to charge oh, him with, man, they got so many for what we do, so but then we they so if you're not going to charge this white man with terroristic threats, if you're not going to and right. harassment, because why are you at my house? Right. So if you're not going to charge right. him with that, you follow you and, that, and, that, and then you stalking me. You going to follow me home? You know what I'm saying? So, 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 so now you coming against me because clearly this man is racist. He, he's, he's mm-hmm. got a MAGA hat in the back. I know he does. And he thinks yeah. that I don't belong in this country. And he threatened me. All the signs point to that. And you going to come and arrest me for defending myself. Yeah. I, I, that's not cool. 
We still, you can still, you still right there know that the system ain't for us. If right. he, if, if Marquez getting arrested, you brandish the gun. Okay. It's open carry law. Well, what's the problem with that? You can't brandish no gun, especially if you feel threatened too. like all those right words that are politically correct for the white people saying, I fear for my life yeah. or my life was in danger yep. and threatened. We can't use those yep. though. I thought us, of all it's of that. not it's not applicable for us. I thought all of that. I all thought of, of that. I thought of white cops the, saying she, I feared for my yeah. life and they have a right to kill you. I thought of white women who mm -hmm. are accusing black athletes of raping them. We have another athlete that's that is um suing his accuser because she lied. But she said so we right. we have all these white people who can just ruin our lives off our, their word. Yeah. See, the inner, that's just, why Colin Kaepernick is taking a knee. That's why. And that, and this you know, why Kaepernick this taking a why. knee. And I don't and the NFL executives and owners don't even want to take an opportunity to listen to that or even but, or even just just take one second of listening to something. I bet you they'll understand. But isn't that par for the course? Though? They don't, they isn't don't want that par to. for the course? I mean, you got OK. So when you're talking about 32 owners, you got 78 percent hmm. of white men and 58 percent of white women who feel the exact same way. So are we really su supposed to right. expect these 32 people to not fall into that <laughs> demographic? This is what I'm saying. Right. So this is why, I, and I'm going to say this again. I don't know how mm. y'all are going to pull this off. I don't know how y'all are going to coordinate, but you have to all get on one accord. And I'm saying every first Sunday, the NFL needs to experience a day without black people. Because it's, if you, it's going to have to happen one day. I'm telling you. One day. I'm telling you. Because if you're not going to listen to our voice, I bet you listen to your pockets. I bet you Man. you will. Because <laughs> so. their pockets are going to be running mm -hmm. slow. Huh. All of a sudden, that little uh, billion-dollar yeah. trip you want to take, now you got to take a million-dollar trip and you're mad. So I'm just mm -hmm. saying, you know. Exactly. You got you yeah. to make it like yeah. that. But And I know y'all. And that's how you know football is right around the corner, though, when the Dallas Cowboy uh, get player gets accused of something mm -hmm. running with the law. You know mm -hmm. football right around the corner. Right around the corner. but One month away. One month, y'all. But... <laughs> We're going to um, get out of here, yeah, but we yeah. should have done this at the beginning. And But just make sure you follow me on all things social media. Jared's we Fanatic. always forget to do always this. Forget. <laughs> um, but uh, follow me on yeah. all things social media, Jared the Fanatic, or log in to jaredthefanatic.com or follow Timmy B at... Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at It's Timmy B. Uh, follow me. I'll follow back. Leave a comment. Just hit me up. I'll respond, y'all. And thank you for listening. Yes, always yes. thank you. And uh, again, make sure you check out jaredfanatic.com because mm -hmm. I'm going to stay very close to this uh, Marquez situation because it is personal to my heart. And I definitely want to see how Jerry handles it. I want to see if he's going to because nothing um, the owners have not said anything from the Dallas camp. Um, Jason Garrett hasn't said anything. Jerry Jones hasn't said anything. So mm. I'm definitely curious to see. Yeah. Are you going to stand behind Nobody's your corner or, or what do you what, what you're going to do? Because. Even if even if he's not a starter, even if you said to yourself, right. "Oh, he's not that important to our organization," he's still a person who has fallen victim to a flawed justice system, and I just want to see how they're exactly. going to deal with that. So they better get this right. They got to get mm, it right. They better they get, get this right. They got to get one right. So once it right. again, it's your girl, Jerry the Fanatic, right. and Timmy B. All right, we'll see y'all next week. Oh,